0: Thank you. My voice finds you well. Welcome back to my home. This is Cheshire's Place. As always, I am your host, the melodious one, Mr. Cheshire. You can always find me in my small little corner of internet wonderland by clicking a like on the Facebook group page, Cheshire's Place, a looking Glass in Logical madness. You can listen to this episode and all other content on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Samsung Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and many other platforms. And if you ever feel like dropping a line, saying hi, or giving any thoughts or suggestions for upcoming episodes, feel free to email me at cheshirelookingglass at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter, at Place Cheshire. You can also follow us on TikTok and take a look at behind-the-scenes footage and some of our wacky shenanigans. And that tag is Cheshire Place. And here within the next couple of days, we will have an Instagram up running with additional content. And we'll give you all that news on the next episode. So next Saturday. So I hope everyone is having a wonderful Sunday. You know, with us Slowly creeping into the third month of the new year. We have to look back at certain things. We have to think about our health. Whether it's physical, whether it's mental, emotional, spiritual. These are all things that we have to consider, especially in the trying times that we're in. It's not easy to want to be fit. It's not easy to want to be, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for? Positive. Sure. We'll go with positive. Because there's always something that we feel we can work on. And with the advent of social media and seeing seeing things like the liver king. Right. Or seeing you know, individuals that are quote unquote fitness influencers saying that they're all natural or they're 100% natty. And you find out that they're doing things that exactly (laughs) they're having a little extra to help them. Or you see individuals saying that, yes, you could do all of this with a positive mind frame, but yet at the same time, they're doing a lot of things that are negative. So, how do we stay on a positive set? Whether it's physical health, mental, emotional, spiritual, how do we do that? With me, as always, is my looking glass crew, who will help us dive down this rabbit hole. So, proper introductions. The first individual, as always, he is... He's just looking around. (laughs) (laughs) But he is the man, the myth, the legend, Monkey. How's it going today?
1: Oh, he goes. How about you, Cheshire?
0: Doing all right. Then, of course, we have the Velvety Vanilla of Internet Wonderland, J.J. Wonkies Esquire. How's it going? Happy to be here. And, of course, we do have the sexual chocolate of Internet Wonderland, D. Twizzle with us. Yo, I am here. and ready to go. So, <clears throat> gentlemen, full-on health positivity,
1: mm.
0: whether it's physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, I mean, all of us have our different journeys to achieve what it is we want out of all these aspects. And I think today we definitely need to have this conversation, not only for us, But also for our listeners out there, because we do have a lot of listeners out there that go through the same things we do. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Regardless of age, regardless of location, we all go through the same thing. So I figured that we'd have that conversation. But first and foremost, we do have to have our Sunday segment. We do have to have stoic affirmations.
2: I, I almost forgot about that. Oh, I oh. don't
0: forget.
3: <laughs> I didn't. I mean, I already got my quote all lined you got up. Got one
2: lined up. All right. Well, maybe we start with
3: you. Okay. All right, gentlemen, go for it. All right, got you going. Me, one second. I got to actually pull the quote up. But there's actually a pretty, <coughs> it's actually a pretty good one too. Let's See, I think I got it right. Actually, you know what I didn't save it. Gosh, son of. Sorry, this is not the best way to start off our little affirmation Sunday. I got one for you
1: guys, kind of. Okay, go for it, And this one actually uh, is kind of paraphrased, but um, of all people, this came from Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, about back in, I want to say, December-ish. And he was talking about big things coming and whatnot. And people like to say one line, but he says it's best to say it another way. The one line a lot of people like to say is one day. But the line he prefers people to say is day one as opposed to one day because one day basically means you're putting it off. You want to do it, but you're not going to do it until you feel that you're going to do it. But day one implies that you are starting that right here, right now, as opposed to waiting to do things. So instead of it being one day, go with day one whenever you plan to make a goal so you start setting and start going at the goal right then and there
0: i like that i definitely do like that so i got
3: found my my quote um okay. it's come from christine derrick hope i'm saying that right says the most powerful
0: thing anyone can say to us is what we say to ourselves yeah which is very true Because if you think about it, I mean, a lot of change starts with us and how we perceive ourselves. If we perceive that the journey that we're going to take is one that is worth taking. And we're always the ones that are always going to be our biggest critics. All right, JJ, what do you got for us?
2: Sure. So this one comes from Seneca and the the quote is, fire is the test of gold. Adversity of strong men.
0: Oh, that is very stoic. I like that one. So what do y'all think that one means? Well,
2: I, th- I think, you know, it basically says that, you know, the the test of strong men is adversity. So, you know, it's, uh, you know, put yourself in a situation where you, you can face adversity and you'll find out.
1: Just how strong you can be. I like it. Or, or it's also kind of, in, in my eyes, it's saying that a strong person will face adversity as opposed to taking the easy route. Sure. Because yeah. you're not strong because you haven't tested yourself at that yeah. point. Mm-hmm. And testing yourself is the true point of your strength, is and, to
2: show. And the nice so. thing is that adversity can prevent, uh, present itself in many different mm-hmm. forms. And sure. you don't necessarily have to succeed on the first attempt. You know, it's exactly. something that, you know, even if you fail, you can constantly try facing it again and again and again until eventually you do reach that point
0: where you're strong enough to prevail. That sounds... Fully agree. Yep. Fully agree. So, so, gentlemen, health positivity. Now, originally we were going to do body positivity yeah. and health discuss this. body. I'm thinking more that we're going to do the full scope. You know, what can we do to improve physically? What is it that we can do to improve mentally, emotionally, and even spiritually? Now, granted, going into spirituality is one of those things that...
2: It's it, a bit nebulous because yeah, you know, everybody's what, got their own feeling and thoughts around it and, and what, right. what works for them.
0: So I think we'll go with more of a universal idea in terms of spirituality whenever we get to that part. Now, also, we're supposed to have a special guest come on, and we're waiting to confirm if he is ready. He's ready? Yes. yes. All right. Perfect. So, first and foremost, everyone, everyone listening on the digital airwaves, just as a disclaimer, whatever is discussed here on Cheshire's Place, a looking glass and logical madness does not reflect the professional community. We are not professionals in any means we're not therapists, we're not counselors we're not um, we're not participants in the fitness industry. We're not ordained in any type of religion. This is just
1: from our point of view. I started a religion once. <laughs> it was the faith based on the teachings of Dr. Dennis Leary. It was great.
3: I thought it was uh, brawnyism brawnianity.
1: No, no, no. No, that was already there. Oh, okay. I did this back when I was in high school. Oh, gotcha. I know
2: somebody who, uh, in order to preside over somebody else's wedding, got uh, ordained in the... The Jedi? The Church of the Dude. Oh, (laughs) dudeism.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, One second.
3: Church of
2: the Dudeism? The the Dude. So, like, (laughs) the Big Lebowski? The Dudeism. So, So someone
0: actually... Which we're going to have to do an episode on crazy religions that are out there. And I don't mean, like, cults, but I
1: actually mean, like, actual religions. Quote-unquote, recognized religions. Sure. hmm so, so while, while uh, Cheshire is working on contacting our uh, special guest... He did, once again, forget to introduce one of our other no, co no, 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 this is Sunday. <laughs> this is Sunday. She's, She's not, still here, though. She, she
0: takes... I think she takes Sundays off. Yeah, so no need in introducing... She doesn't things. take Sundays off. I mean... <laughs> she she, she was eight days a week. Emotionally, 3, she takes Sundays off. But anyways... I'll say so emotionally. Mind you, Sunday, serious topics. Serious, serious. topics. Serious <laughs> but, so, while it's I'm serious. working on... Trying to get hold of our special guest. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting messages left and right on my phone. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Dang. Let me get the, get these out the, of oh the no, way. Come, I on, need come on. I got to get to the, the important stuff. <laughs> so it, it's just crazy because with everything relating to work, and it's a good thing we're doing this episode because – Work-life balance. Yeah, because that's part of the physical and mental and emotional because you have to have that balance. Unfortunately, in my case – I don't have that balance mm. due mm-hmm. to the fact of different factors. Mm. We'll just put it on we'll call it different gotcha.
2: sort of responsibilities. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. So we're about to call our special guest. Uh, grant, before we call him, would you like to make the proper introductions for him? Um, oh, sorry. I'll JJ Walkies. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Man, who's, who's, who's this Grant you speak of? Yeah.
0: Right.
2: Oh. I wish I had um, a Grant. I, I was at you know, the conference in, in Las Vegas. And this is somebody that I met there. We were in roughly the same kind of situation where, you know, we showed up, uh, hadn't gone to one of them in the past. Um, we're, we're basically there, you know, by ourselves, you know, you know, either, um, we were in relationships or we weren't in relationships. There's like three of us that, you know, nobody had been there before. Didn't bring any plus ones and just looking at, uh, Trying to, you know, find some level of accountability as far as you know, kind of some of our professional goals. So we, we joined up, and and uh, this happens to be one of those individuals, and his
0: name is Mark Brown. Now, Mark Brown is the owner of Homegrown Fitness LLC. So I'm about to make the call right now. So, seeing how you know him, you can do the talking <laughs> here all right he's from he's from conroe texas okay i know where that is
2: hello mr mark hi how you doing i'm doing just fine how are you
4: i'm doing well sir
2: all right well we got you on the podcast so
4: oh okay great thanks for having me
2: we're ready
0: ready to get started (laughs) so (laughs) mark thank you for coming on to the podcast um it's an honor to have you on. I appreciate it. So do you mind giving our listeners a little bit of information relating to your background?
4: I'm sorry, say it one more time.
0: Oh, do you mind giving a little bit of information on your background to our listeners?
4: Oh, background. Okay. Um, well, I'm 35, currently a personal trainer, a nutrition specialist, and a USA boxing coach. I've been a personal trainer for three years now, and a boxing coach for about a year, and yeah, that's pretty much uh, that's the gist of the background right now. <laughs> okay.
0: Before we get into our topic for the day, I do have to ask, Jake Paul, Tyson Fury, who do you think is going to win, seeing how the main or event you mean Tommy Fury?
4: Tommy Fury. Sorry, yeah, he's Tommy Fury. Tommy. That's Tyson. <laughs> Tyson. Tyson. Tyson would murder him. You know that, know Tyson would murder
0: <laughs> But anyways, Jake versus Tommy. Who do you think has it? Because right now the main event of the card is going on right now. So, who do you think?
4: Uh, honestly, I'm kind of going with Jake right now. Okay. I mean, I know he's a he's a YouTuber, and people say you know his background. He doesn't really have a lot of boxing history. But as far as his dedication to the craft jake Paul's around a good uh a solid crew he has a solid foundation he, he takes uh he takes the sport seriously tommy i i know i know of a couple of tommy's opponents and i'm not going to say they're the best he is a professional boxer and he does come from a family of fighters but i'm not sure if he takes it as seriously as like a tyson theory or something like that and then plus i you know Jake, it's just a money thing, too. So I don't know. Jake, I think Jake might pull it off. All right.
0: All right. And hopefully during the break, we'll be able to dive into some of the additional stuff related to that match. But, anyways, the topic for today is health positivity. So, what we can do physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually to improve ourselves. And. You know, it's a good thing that you're on here because all of us <laughs> on the podcast, we're not professionals. Right.
2: At least not in that sphere of, uh, of influence. Yeah. Right,
1: exactly. <laughs> I mean, we, we probably have all uh, had our own different bouts and, and factors of where we could fit into some kind of retrospect of some kind of uh, body positive or health health actions that we've taken in the past and whatnot, but obviously we, we're not practicing in that specific field of, you know, knowledge and uh, dedication to specifically mm-hmm. things with health-related actions and whatnot, other than our, you know, our personal takes on how, how people can possibly help themselves or even us, how we helped ourselves in the past.
0: Yes. So I think, JJ, I think you have the first question up. About- do we have questions prepared? <laughs> we never do. So okay, I'll start off. So the first question I have for new individuals that are looking to get back into shape.
4: They get would, back in shape? Yeah. What would you suggest? Okay. Um recommendation someone trying to get back in shape, you have to be consistent. So consistency is going to be the key. So you want to find something that you can do that on a daily basis. So you don't want to like go right into it and like, okay, I'm going to go to the gym for two hours or three hours. You don't know, try to give your all because more isn't always better. You want to build the you want to build the habits first.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: So whether it's, you know, push-ups, let's start with something basic. Like, you know, you just want to do X amount of push-ups, you know, every day. You know, start with 50, you know, or 25, whatever you feel like you can do. 25 a day and just stay consistent with that 25 and then start going up some more. And then eventually go to 50 and go to 100. You know, just make sure you stay consistent so you can start building the habits. All right, all right. And even with working out, like I know a lot of people go to the gym and, you know, they feel like they have to spend, you know, hours and hours in the gym. Realistically, you don't. Like 20, if you give 20 solid minutes a day, 20 to 30 minutes, solid minutes a day of uh, some, you know, intense working out and intensity, you know, it changes depending on the person. Right. But whatever is intense to 20, 30 minutes a day, you'll be golden.
0: See, I like that. And it's something that people need to hear. And all I say is something that people hear a lot, but a lot of people do get discouraged Mm -hmm. or they get placed to the wayside because they're being influenced by outside entities so what would you suggest when people begin getting discouraged from their fitness journey
4: sure i mean really i would i would just go i mean it might seem discouraging i mean especially people that go to the gym and they do see like fit people around and they feel like they don't belong but realistically the fitness community is very welcoming Mm -hmm. because I know when I see people that are just starting out and they have questions like I'm I'm there ready to answer any questions and help out with open arms I had a guy in the gym like a couple of weeks ago who had just got out of I think he just got out of jail like uh, hours earlier and he was asking me questions about how to you know target certain parts of his chest area and yeah, open because I figure it's you're trying to better yourself. I can't no one can be mad at that. Like you're in here. Like you can very well be sitting around, you know, not doing anything, you know, just, you know, kind of wasting away a little bit. But the fact that you're up and you're willing to come in and kind of put yourself through this, I'm not gonna say it's torture necessarily. But you know, it, it does cause some discomfort.
1: Yes, right. It's, it's the but first the purpose step you put step. yourself <laughs>
4: Purposely you put yourself in a, in a state of discomfort in order to get benefit or health benefits out of it. I'm, yeah. The fitness community is very welcoming. So I know it might look intimidating, but realistically, a lot of people in the gyms are willing to help out. Because everybody started from pretty much the same, same area. Everybody just had to make a decision. Like, you know what? I'm going to do this.
0: Right.
2: I, th- I think maybe I've got a question now. Now that I've I've had time to kind of collect my thoughts a little, um, so so for all of the listeners who might not be familiar with you, Mark, uh, do you want to quick just you know maybe explain sort of what got you interested in in wanting to pursue fitness or personal training as sort of a you know a way to you know try and help people improve themselves?
4: Okay, no problem. Well, to be real, I I play basketball pretty much my whole life but i was a um i was a chunky kid you know i uh my dad met always been in the food industry so he's always been the manager of, of this restaurant and this restaurant so as far as food and nutrition is concerned i never had a problem with that as far as getting food but it was the qualities of food that i was getting so it's pizza or McDonald's, you know, wherever he was working. You know, you get perks for working in certain areas. And then I'm a child, so I'm not buying my own food. So <laughs> I'm eating whatever he's bringing home. So, you know, of course, you know, the weight will naturally come on, but I'm always active. I just never shared the weight, but I, I could move with the best of them, even at my weight. And so I was in like gymnastics, based on mom made me play all types of sports, but so basketball was was the love. Mm-hmm. So I played basketball pretty much my whole life, and I never really, like, train. I trained for basketball, but I didn't, like, train, like, my body, like, to become stronger. I just did more skill training as far as basketball was concerned. And um, when I was, I think I want to say I was, sorry, I want to say around 29, 30, I, um, or maybe 31, one of these my older years. I'll just say mm-hmm. that. My, my adult years. <laughs> I tried out for um the Houston Rockets G League team. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I, and there, during that process, I had a trainer at um, at my job. I was working at Coca-Cola at the time. His name is uh, Chris Jones. CJ, for sure, is what I call him. He was the personal one train. And I asked him, I was like, hey man, can you train me? Like, I have this trial coming up, and you know, I want to, you know, take it seriously. I had to pay for this trial, and you know, it's for the, you know, it's like an NBA-type team, so I want to actually put in the physical work other than skill training. Let me get my body stronger. And during that journey, I just, I fell in love with the process, man. Like, honestly, it was just, the uh, you know, I, I like that soreness and aching. But then when I see the results, like, I was like, wow, okay, this really is like, you really get out what you put into it. I remember one day just looking in the mirror and I noticed like my posture was just, I was just standing straight up and I was like, Oh, okay. That's why people who are like in shape, they walk with this sort of, you know, this, this confidence, you know, chest out. <laughs> and it's like, no, it's because literally like your muscles are tight. Like you are developing these muscles. Like I just stand that way. It's not even like a force. It's like when everything, like you are in these certain muscle groups, your back and everything, the, um, your skeletal muscles and stuff like that. When everything gets all tight and developed, it's a natural stance and it's a natural boost of confidence because you're putting in the work and nobody can take that from you Mm -hmm. because when you're spending these times in the gym and these moments of discomfort and you're watching what you eat and things like that, no one can take that from you and it's not easy. You can't just do this overnight. So it's a well-earned reward. So that that's originally how I got started. Like, it's like really, really training my body was during the process of trying to get to um, get on the G League team.
2: Yeah. So it sounds like sort of understanding how that process works, and and just you know the the end results from it are really kind of what's what's driving sort of your motivation for for wanting to help other people.
4: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Most definitely, because I wasn't. It's like I wasn't like out of shape, of course. Like I, I play basketball, but it's just like for daily just strength, like just to go and pick up weight. Because I never wanted to lift weights because I always felt like if I lifted weights, all oh, my shot's going to be different and I'm going to be slower and things like that. Which, you know, in some cases it is true, you know, depending on how you lift. Like there's certain ways you have to lift to do certain sports. But just the overall strength in general for the day-to-day, I feel it's totally necessary for any, for any human, human being just to be strong, whether it's picking up a your child, grandchild, uh, groceries, moving. And I picked up a couple couches and just like, whoa, this is nothing. This is light. <laughs> yeah. So
0: I do have to ask because you are a boxing coach under USA Boxing, how did you get into boxing?
4: Still my um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've always kind of been into because me and my mom, she uh, she she loves boxing. She just never wanted me to actually do it. So we used to watch fights and uh, the Contender. I don't know if y'all know about that show, the Contender.
3: I remember that. Was that with the, uh,
4: Sylvester Stallone? Oh, right? yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so we used to watch that together, and I used to be like, man, I would just, I don't necessarily want to box. But just the training of boxing, mm. I, th- I thought it was, like, it was just, it was amazing. Just the dedication and, the, you know, determination and discipline. Really, the discipline that you had to have to be a boxer, especially when it comes to, like, maintaining weight and just staying with the routine because there is no off-season in boxing, whether you, you know, people say it is or not. You on not know who you are, but there's really no off-season because you never know when you'll get that call. To come and uh, and have to fight, like last minute replacement or anything like that. So, I always wanted to get into it. I Always had a bag around, heavy bag, but you know, I used it a couple of times. Even my wife, she bought me a heavy bag one time for my birthday. You know, I play, I mess around with it, but it wasn't anything too serious. But um, after the trial, you know, I kept training and things like that, and I was like, man, I want to, I want to do something. I want a sport that I can stay consistent in there's no off season and I don't need anybody around because basketball, you can work on your skill work by yourself, but really to put it in the work, you need, you need the team. Mm-hmm. So you need, you need those other players to play pickup games. And then, you know, as, as you get older, it's just not, it's not that easy just to go to the park, you know, people got job schedules, you got kids, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. So with boxing i know it was something that i can just whenever i decided to i can go outside because i have a heavy bag at the house if i just know i have access to that i can just go outside and i can just i can go to work and i fell in love with the more and more i trained and i just i just fell in love with it and and it kind of feeds that that warrior mentality i have because i always feel like i'm training for it like an invisible opponent because i'm not working I figure someone else is training for me, so that's what keeps me going. Because it's like if I'm not doing it, then I know whatever person is is doing it when I'm not. So it keeps me going. My weight it keeps my weight at a um, at a good place because you know with boxing, making weight is is a part of the job. Also, probably one of the hardest parts of the job, especially nowadays with the types of food and you know that's out there. and how delicious things are! <laughs> yes, yes, so just that that mental discipline that boxing has given me is it, it it keeps me in the best shape that I've ever been in. And, by, and every sport also has like you know different different levels of being in shape. You know basketball and you know, boxing and football. You know each has different things that require baseball. So, but overall in general, I think boxing has kept me in the best shape. And got me to the best shape possible. And I just started watching it more and just studying and practicing and just going through the motions and like I fell in love with it. I fell in love with the discipline of it. I fell in love with the training. Also, it keeps you um it keeps you in um like, It it keeps the confidence in your self defense because especially nowadays, like you, you know, you never know what happened. I feel like everybody should have some form of self defense, right? Know Mm -hmm. whether it's jujitsu, boxing, karate, because you never know. I I always say like some people might not want to fight, but then there's there's gonna be times that it's possible you might have to. Like some people don't take no for an answer, so. To have the confidence to know, like, I'm going to defend myself, and I've practiced this for hours, I know how to defend myself, yeah, I think that is a, a big thing people should know, especially nowadays, because, you know, a lot of people are doing some, some crazy things out there. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Something mm-hmm. like that kind of just happened locally, where a bunch of crazy things have happened to us here. Mm-hmm. So, this is the whole analogy of, you know, it's better to be prepared and not have to use it than to not be prepared when you need to use something like
4: that exactly exactly and i would say i don't you know i, I don't recommend people their first time having to try this skill out be the time that they actually need it yeah because you don't know how you're going to react like it's different when you actually end up it's different when in the fight everybody can say what they might what they will do what they might do but when that adrenaline hits and it's fight or flight for real you you I would like to know that. All right, I've marked you. Practiced this. You studied this. You know, it's not going to be easy for whoever's on the other side of me. It's not going to be easy. You'll have to earn it. I'm I'm with that. <laughs> definitely, definitely.
3: Yeah, no, that's good. Um, I guess. With, with me, um, I'm Detroit, by the way, trying to, trying to do, introduce myself. Um, <laughs> uh, one thing I was going to ask is, is when it comes to like boxing and things like that, um, do you have like influencers or people that you, you know, kind of like study whenever it comes to, you know, whether trying to emulate a style
4: or type of regimen? Mm-hmm. Are you asking if I have one? Yes. Oh, OK. Oh, I have plenty. <laughs> um I would say the person I lately, I'm not going to lie, the person that I admire the most when I'm watching boxing is uh, a guy out of Houston. He just was, became undisputed champion at 154. Uh, Jermell Charlo, that guy's just his determination and his passion for the sport and his drive is is something that I can I can appreciate. And, you know, like, Pernell Whitaker is also another one. Um, Tyson, I've, I've taken some things from Tyson and applied them. Actually, if any anybody that has some knowledge and has some, you know, some good form, some good tactics, and skills, I'll pull from. But right now, I have to say, to me, is it's, it's Jermell Charles. Like, it's just he's a- serious about his craft.
3: He has a brother, doesn't he? Or am I thinking a? Yeah, he has
4: twin brother Jamal.
3: Okay, okay, yeah. I think I remember I was watching a fight, and he was fighting some uh, somebody from I think Detroit, and I can't remember. Don't
4: uh, it, it, here.
3: Yes, 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 yeah. Because that, that's that's where I'm from, so we you know grew up, and so obviously everybody's like a big, you know, Joe. Oh, you from Detroit? Yeah, yeah. So I'm big like Joe. Oh, okay, dro- okay, Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Uh, so i big, Joe Lewis, Thomas Hearns, you know. Those, oh, like, yeah, Tommy, needles, so. Tommy, yeah. But, yeah, no, that, that that's cool, though. I, I've heard of uh, Charlo, and, yeah, he is. You see the, the passion and things like that. And, like, boxing is such an amazing sport, but, like, I know some people, like, oh, it's not like, you know, how it used to be with, like, the heavyweights and stuff. But, you know, there's still, like, a lot of, like, good players out there, you know, good fighters out there just at different, you know, weight divisions than what they used to be.
4: You know, so. yeah i mean it's a different time and different era for boxing like you know back in the day that's just i don't i don't watch people from uh i watch people from back in the day like you know tommy hearns Hagler, you know sugar ray you know no disrespect to all the legends of course mm-hmm. they paid way. so i don't mean to not bring their names up i you know just for me coming into the game a little later than what most would think i i more so relate to like uh, the Charlos and stuff like that, the, gotcha. you know Tank Davises of the world, you know Aero Spencers, you know this time right now. But I've gone back and done my whole, like Roberto Duran. Oh, that's one of my favorite fighters from mm-hmm. back in the day. But um, yeah, time was is different. Like back then, they used to do like what fifteen rounds. You yeah. know, gloves weren't as developed as they are now. So and then yeah, they and I will appreciate they used to actually fight a lot more back then. It's just that, that Mayweather effect happened. And it's, a, yeah. it's a lot about the money right now. Yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, I also can't I can't argue with that either because when you look at some of these older fighters, while yes, they do have the legendary status, boxing is dangerous. Like you know, you got your motor skills at risk. You know, the funds—if you don't use them wisely—you know—so a lot of fighters, legendary fighters, have no funds. Can't very you know punch drunk don't really speak as as well as they should and that's based off you know it's a lot of a lot of wear and tear on your body so what Mayweather did do was he he played the game smart I'll say that maybe mm-hmm. from a fan's point of view people don't really appreciate it because you know we're watching we're in the stands well you know we're watching the pay per views but if you're actually in there taking the punches you can appreciate kind of how he did the game because he, he just had an exhibition yesterday. <laughs> He's still going. Mm, yeah. Know and that. he still speaks well, has all his motor skills. So if as a blueprint to follow, you know, I would say fight a little. I would have wanted him to fight a little bit more. But, yeah, I would I would go his route too. Because at the end of the day, when the fans are done with you, there's, there's going to be another fighter to take your spot. Yeah. There's gonna be a new person to follow, a new person to get hype about, and what do you left with?
1: Right.
4: Yeah, you have your legendary status. I appreciate it, you know. As, as we know, funds funds matter around here. <laughs> yeah.
2: True. True. Funds
4: funds right. do matter as much as people don't want to say it. Like can't do can't do too many things without the funds. So if you're gonna do it and dedicate your life to it, just make sure your your financials are in order.
0: So because we are talking about more of the physical aspect of health right now. Mm-hmm. Um, two questions. One, and this is going from your boxing profession. If you have someone that wants to start off in boxing, what advice would you give to them?
4: Find a gym. I would find a gym. Or if you can't find the gym, I would also, um, I just told my friend this today, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I would tell him, go on YouTube and just start watching. Start studying. And I'm not saying even study the fight. Study how these fighters train. So like, I'll go into YouTube and I'll put um, uh, Jamel Charlo's heavy bag work or Canelo's heavy bag work or just uh, training camp and see actually what these fighters put into it and start studying and start seeing, you know, the repetitions and the routines that they have because boxing training is lengthy. Like I, I actually went this morning with, uh, with my team and we did our runs and we did our pad work and our core work and things like that. And I was there for about two hours. <laughs> so it is, it is pretty lengthy, but ultimately just start with the basics. Just start with simple shadow boxing, um, Get a good jab, oh man! Jab, jab will take you around the world. Like you got a solid jab, you can you can build off of that quickly. But just start getting the footwork right. There's plenty of videos on YouTube of uh, people demonstrating like beginner workouts and how to stand and the proper positioning of your body and how to throw a proper jab and a proper you know one two. It is it's 2023, man. It's, it's the internet. There's plenty of information out there. You just have to be willing to um, to look for it but i would
1: say that just start with simple simple the basics. All right. Definitely, definitely.
0: So, second question and this is for anyone that is wanting to actually take that first step into becoming a coach. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give to someone that wants to take that first step in being a fitness coach of some type?
4: Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta love what you do. You gotta have a passion for it. You gotta have a passion for it. Plenty of coaches. Are here. If you're into it for like the finances and think it's gonna make you like a ton of money at first, I would, yeah, this is probably not thing you get into because you're only one person. It's only 24 hours in a day. It's only so many people you can train. But you have to love what you're doing. So when I'm training somebody. It whether they, you know, I train people for free also, you know what I'm saying, depending on who they are. Like, I just want, generally want to see people get better. I want people to feel how I feel on a daily. It's not even about the, the looks of it, the aesthetics of it. It's the actual feeling of it. I wake up pretty consistent every day. Like, I don't wake up, you know, I got a headache today, and then the next day, oh, my stomach hurts, and <laughs> The next day, oh, man, that you know, it, it's pretty consistent, and I feel like to give people that and to actually grant them like these things that they really want. I want to lose weight. I want to feel better. I want to be able to move. I want to be able to do this and this. That, that right there is priceless to me, honestly. Because like you're changing. You're really changing lives whether people really realize it or not. Like You are changing people's outlook on their life, which is very important. I feel it's like it's underrated nowadays. So if you're really trying to get into the fitness space and you want to be a coach and a trainer, Love what you do. Enjoy what you do. Enjoy the process, even for yourself, especially for yourself first. Right. You know, you enjoy it first. You know, understand what you are also telling people what what you're telling them to do. Make sure that you can do it too, or to some type of degree, so you can relate to them. So it's like, no, I I I've do the birthdays. I know how it feels, but also I know the benefit of it when you do them long enough okay, I know what it feels like to run five, ten miles. Yes, but I also know the benefits of it. So it's like, yeah, I can guide you. I can I can bring you with me so we, te- so we can get to our goals that we're trying to get to.
2: And then people can trust you as well because then, then exactly. they know that you, you can talk the talk yeah. and walk the walk. You're not like just some sort of backseat driver you're not like oh yeah the sure. guy Going, you're
1: a bum. Get up and run. You're a bum.
4: Yeah, and then they're like, no, you come do it then. Yeah, you tell, yeah, the yeah, you come do it. And it's like, oh no, no, I'm the trainer now. I would get down there with you mm-hmm. and I'll do it and just to show you. And then I, then, then that's where the part comes in where you gotta love it too because I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Me training a client and they send them telling me to come do the workout with them is hey, look that's that's fun for me. Okay, that's fine. Come on, let's let's do it. Let's do these burpees. Let's lift these weights. If it's this heavy bag you know it's like i'm just i'm an athlete i just like being athletic. i don't like it to be too many things that i can't do so i feel like when you're just in shape i might have to learn the sport you know make learn the rules to the sport or you know whatever whatever things i need to learn but just to have the solid foundation to be able to do so that's all i need oh okay i got a sprint okay cool let's sprint okay, I got to do this. Okay. I can do that too. You know what I'm saying? If you have a solid athletic foundation, you can do pretty much anything. You just got to fill in the little details as you go.
0: All right. Yeah, that's good. So I think now we should go into the mental aspect of, you know, having a positive, healthy mindset and just overall life. So, As we know, there's a lot going on in this world that can bog a person down. Mm -hmm. There's a lot that can give us, like, those mental blocks and shackles. So, my question is, how do you personally deal with those mental blocks and shackles?
4: Honestly, I see. I know, Training. this one's
2: a hard
4: one. Yeah, that's the hard yeah. question. <laughs> yeah, I, I I, mean, I do, uh, I meditate. You know, I, I get to my spiritual side. You know, I meditate, you know. that That's first, you know, to make sure my, my spirit is right and ducks and roll. Because, you know, it's only so much control I have in, in the physical realm. But internally, like, I just got to make sure my spirit is right. So I do a lot of meditation. I ground, you know, I go outside, I sit in the sun, sun gaze. you know, let my feet hit the grass. And then, also, I, I train. Like, it's, it's something about training, man. Like, that's why I have my business meetings, my personal meetings with myself. Like, it's something about training. Like, if you give me a jump rope, I, I could be on a jump rope for 30 minutes to an hour just in my head, just trying to figure things out. And then just the, the dopamine that's released at the end, just the euphoric feeling. It's like you just, you've conquered. You've already got the, the victory for the day, especially if you work out in the morning. Before people go to work and you know before they even start their day, start yourself off with a victory, and you know have some success, and that kind of sets the tone for the rest of your day. So honestly, I say, train in my heavy bag. Oh man, that thing there, that is like a therapist wrapped in leather.
2: <laughs>
4: that, that thing there, because it's the it's the aggression part, you know. Because everybody gets upset, you know, people at work, you know, messing with you or bossing on your nerves or kids getting unruly (laughs) and it's just that type of aggression you can't get out any other way you know you can't just walk down the street and just start punching people Mm -hmm. because you know you'll end up with bigger problems than what you anticipated
0: Yeah.
4: but just the heavy bag just when you really just let go on a heavy bag and just release that tension oh man stress stress kind of flies out the window calms your mind down calms your body down helps you make better decisions because you got that out of you You're transferring that energy to something else. And that something else isn't going to report you. It isn't hit back. It's kind of there to really let you, you know, let loose on it. So that's why I just got it. Ther- it's a therapist wrapped in leather. No talking involved. Because I think everybody needs to get some of that, that time just aggression out. So you got to hit something. You, know? you don't want to be in your house tearing up your walls you know putting holes in the door stuff like that or you know or just being physical with anybody else you know because i know that happens too people want to take the physicality out on you know just loved ones and things like that or just strangers you know just touch somebody on a bad day so that heavy bag is a is a big one for me a big one for me and i have a lot of aggression. So once I got to the heavy bag, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this is this is permanent for me." That's why I had to get one and put it. I hang it outside my house. (laughs) (laughs) Had to get one; can't go away from
3: that. Yep, I had had aggression once. I I, I was watching the Lions and Packers game, and Aaron Rodgers threw this (laughs) stupid hail mary into the end zone, and I got all pissed off and. Freaking, end up punching a hole in the door and stuff, and like left and and everything like that. And I felt bad because my roommate at the time was there, and he didn't say anything. He just he was on his laptop, just typing away. He's he like, just
1: like send help, please. <laughs> right. yeah. I don't he know snaps. if he was. Yeah.
3: It's just like, well, I've never seen this guy do all that, and you know. And then of course, I come back. I had to leave the house because that's just how angry I was, and it was just like, oh man, and it's just kind of like a friendly reminder. Like, man, if, if I had a you know, heavy bag. It probably wouldn't have happened. Luckily, I didn't have to really pay anything. When the mm-hmm. <laughs> apartment complex went to go fix something, and I forgot about that, I was like, "Oh crap! They're going to say something." Lo and ho- lo and behold, they did. But I was like, "Yeah, I don't know." I was trying to move something into my room, and I tripped and fell, and that's how I <laughs> got in there. So, you know, but <laughs> wow, yeah, aggression. it was wow.
4: Yeah, I mean, if you don't have a heavy bag, though, just training in general, like, you know, you can do some burpees. Like, it's very hard to be upset when you're tired. Yeah, Like, I've I've noticed that. As as mad as you are, when you're tired and you're really focused on, like, training or doing the the exercise or workout, you're just kind of like, man, that doesn't even matter at this point. I'm I'm trying to get my air. I'm trying to, I'm gassing for air right now. (laughs) So you kind of forget what's really, what's really making you upset. And then afterwards, you have a clear mind as how to handle the situation. It's like, yeah, okay. Well, I got my aggression out. All right, I didn't work out. I didn't hit the bag. Let me go back to the situation with a calm, a calmer head and, and see if I can't find a better solution. You know, it could be a conversation with your spouse or anything like that. You don't want to make too many decisions when you're mad because nine times out of ten, is not going to be the best one.
2: Yep,
1: yep.
4: So it'd be better just, you know, you could, or even taking a walk. I'm not even saying you have to be so intense. You can take a walk.
1: So
4: uh, a walk, fight, fight, uh, jog, you know, it's kind of, you know, you got to release some of that, that energy. You don't want that energy built up and then just explode. And then once it explodes, it can, like you say, it can go into a door, a wall, you know, windows, you know, it's anything. I remember I punched a garage door at one point. I put a dent in my garage door. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, well, Hi, Mark. My name is Monkey. Uh, I've, I've been that extra <laughs> voice has been kind of floating in and out here. <laughs> so uh, how you doing, man? Not too bad, doing? brother. Uh, so just to reiterate here, so um, you say again that your your best experiences with uh, getting that mental kind of mental clarity, I guess you could say, um, is by you know physical activity and whatnot. Um, and you've given several examples that that, that have helped with you. Um, what about for people who don't think they have the access to these things, what would you recommend for them? Like, for hey, instance...
4: One time you say the people don't have access?
1: Like, for instance, they don't have access to, like, a heavy bag or, like, you know, possibly they don't have access to a jump rope, you know? Or what, what other avenues would you recommend people taking? You know, uh, obviously, you've yeah. kind of given several examples um, and even just uh, reiterating, like, you know, um, like, sets or repetition or whatnot...
2: Or even just how to kind of approach somebody who feels kind of argumentative towards you as far as like, oh, I can't do this because, insert X reason. Right.
1: Like they don't want um, to go for a run because, you know, maybe they live in a bad neighborhood. Or, or my
3: fibromyalgia yeah, acting yeah.
4: up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, see, that you speak on, my mom actually has fibro, yeah. and I've been working with her, and... I I get that it can be challenging, you know. Not everybody has the same situation, but you have to do what you can do. It's like I said, I listen to so many options, and there's so many more. You have to do what you can, and you actually have to want to do it. Like everybody can find an excuse to Mm -hmm. not do something. You know, I don't. Yeah, okay. If you're in a bad neighborhood, no, don't don't go running at night or anything like that. But there's also like you know, mountain climbers. You got burpees. You got simple push-ups. You got um,
2: like Modify push
4: ups. Yeah. yeah, there's plenty of body weight things that you can do. Right. Squat. I, I do, like, if I'm short on time, um, I'll just do, like, I'll put 10 minutes on a timer and just do squats for 10 minutes. Just nice. straight, just solid, just squat. Just make sure my form is good. Like, dude, there's plenty of ways to exert your body to get that, that energy out without doing it in a negative way or just not doing something at all. But right. you got to want to do it. Mentally, you have to want it. It's not going to just come to you. That's what I will say about fitness as well. Like It's like it's no, there's no cheat code to this. Like you do have to put in the work. But you'll put in the work for everything else. I'm pretty sure nobody wants to go to their job every day. Nobody wants to listen to this person, listen to that. But I bet you we get up and we do it, even though we don't want to. But when it comes to us and our own personal growth and personal health, we'll find plenty of excuses not to do it. Right. And I feel like that's just backwards. If I can go work a job that I don't necessarily like for eight plus hours, but I can't give myself, I can't be selfish with myself for at least 10 minutes, 20 minutes. That's what we need to work on right there. We, we got to start taking time back for ourselves. Because if we're not good, then we're no good to anybody around us. That's why I always tell people. Because, right. you know, I got to do this for this person. It's like, okay, no, but you got to look out for yourself also. If you're not good, if you're upset, if you're stressed and you're not trying to take care of that, how effective are you going to be for this person that depends on you? Or this person that needs you and this and that or this job that needs you to do this. No, you got to They're not. And then it's not like time is just going to present itself like, hey, here's 20 minutes for you to do this. No, you got to take that because it's always going to be something you can fill the time slot with. Right. You can always find something that you should be doing. I gotta do this project. Well, I gotta clean this up. Well, I gotta do this. I guess even as we're sitting right now, I'm pretty sure we all got something that we could be doing. Like, man, I got I gotta fix this. So I gotta change the oil. I gotta mm-hmm. fix this, on, you know, on the car. Nah, you take to take the time for yourself, whether that be meditation, I say grounding, uh, walk, or actually just training. You gotta take that time for yourself. Because if you're needed, if you're the foundation for people's lives, you're you're only as good as, you know, you're only going to serve these people if you're at your best, uh, your best version of yourself. So if you're not giving yourself the time, you can't expect to give people quality service or or quality attention or anything like that. So no, you you first got to be selfish with yourself. Especially for your improvement, self-development whether it's physically, mentally spiritually that's, that's, the, that's what we're here for, we're here to grow right. I don't think we get all these years on earth and all this time just to stay the same, like we're here to grow So you have to want to grow mm-hmm. exactly. so that that would be the thing, you, you gotta be selfish with yourself sometimes man. and there's nothing wrong with that like, if I'm at the gym you can't be mad at me because I'm at the gym right. I'm i better at myself, how are you going to be mad at me for better than myself? Impossible. I feel like it's impossible. Someone tells me, Hey, I'm at the gym right now. I'm training. Oh, man, look, do your thing, man. Look, just talk to me whenever you're ready.
0: You know what? <clears throat> that is exactly what I think we all needed to hear. Yeah. But yeah. That is truly what we needed to hear because we often forget to actually be selfish a little bit and have time for ourselves. So definitely, Mark, thank you for that. Like, we forget. We really do.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I mean, because speaking for myself here, I know um, I have a tendency to be uh, quite the workaholic. Um, you know, with my job, I'm um, active duty Air Force. So a lot of times, um, you know, in my my case working as a desk job you know you get so consumed with like different little projects and things that you know that i'd have to try to pick up on and then you look up and here it is like five o'clock in the evening and then you look up again it's like six and it's like seven so you know by the time you know like you're saying like i spend my time devoted to you know working here but like not taking enough time for like myself to be able to you know um do what i need to do like physically and things like that and that's stuff that i'm uh trying to find more avenues of of basically reaching that like cutoff limit to where I can be like, Hey, you know, I need to, you know, make that time for myself and kind of learn how to put the kibosh on different things. Cause I know that's, um, something I've been struggling with the last couple of months is with that. So, um, kind of hearing that actually kind of helps me kind of remain focused and realize that, you know, if I can't take care of, you know, my own self, so I can't really, you know, I wouldn't be really be good at the other things that I'm trying to do for my job.
4: Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, just you come, you come first. And I know people might say this, you know, it's very selfish, so that's not the right way to go about it. But if I'm the, if I'm the center point of what I'm doing, wouldn't it be better if I'm, if I'm at a hundred percent or if I'm at my best version of myself, then I can give people the best quality. So if you want me to run myself into the ground, then probably the quality is going to go down. I'm going to start resenting certain things or certain people or have an attitude when doing certain things or dealing with certain people. No, nothing wrong, man. Look, you got to take care of yourself because, like I said, the time isn't going to just be like, oh, hey, here's an hour for yourself. Do what you need to do with it. No, you got to take it because everything is such a demanding life. Mm. It's this adulting thing. It's just, it's so much that's just, uh, man, you got to do this. You got to do this. You got to be responsible for this. And I uh, nah, man, you got to, sometimes you got to stop time. That's what I call it. I, I got to stop time for myself. So whether it's whether it's 30 minutes or an hour, like I got to take it for myself because no one's going to give it to me.
2: Because
4: mm-hmm. if I just let my hour just be free, someone's going to snatch it. Whether it be, you know, your job, your wife children, brothers, sisters, you know, someone's going to snatch that hour. Or, look, even television. Look, mm-hmm. you might just sit there and just say, look, I'm just going to chill for an hour. If that's if that's what you need to do, then look, that's what you need to do. Whatever helps you get that recharge, but you got to be selfish with yourself.
0: Sure. Definitely. So <clears throat> I think this actually covers everything for today, right? So, mm-hmm. Mark, thank you for coming on to uh, the show. Now, for the listeners out there in the digital airwaves, if they're in your area of Texas and they want to get down with some training or some boxing, how can they reach you?
4: Oh, uh, they can reach me at um, homegrownfitness at gmail.com. And it's H-O-M-E-G-R-O-A-N fitness at gmail.com. And also on Instagram same same uh, same name homegrown fitness on Instagram and yeah just shoot me a message email DM whatever and we can uh, we can set something up you set up a consultation you can set up a little meetup get you a couple training sessions in
0: yeah Sounds good once again thank you for coming on to the show it was greatly appreciated you given us a lot of insight. And you definitely told us some things that we definitely needed to hear. So once nice, again, I
4: appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for having me. Man. And look, well, I'm glad I can help. Man. Just be selfish. Yourself, man. be selfish. Like it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. You gotta take care of yourself.
3: Yeah. Oh, Mark one one more thing before we finally let you go. I, I gotta I gotta ask that age old debate question: uh, okay. Who's the goat between uh, MJ and LeBron? Man. You really yeah. had to go there. I had to go, man As soon as he started talking about basketball, man Like <laughs> NBA <laughs> stuff I, You know, things have changed within the last two weeks, man I gotta
4: Man, things have changed a lot And I honestly I actually, I'm still gonna give it to MJ, man I'm Yes, still giving it to MJ.
1: thank you <laughs> Thank
4: you I'm still giving, and, yeah. and I say that because If the errors are so different
2: Yeah, yeah sure Like sure.
4: Like back in that era, it was like it was a little more physical, you know. It was more. I no, I'll say this: there was more more talent on the team. Mm. Like more teams were stacked. Like it wasn't too many teams that you thought, like, Oh man, you're gonna run through that team. You know, run through that team. You know, the East and the West. Each team had the their two stars or their three stars, but then they had each had some good supporting roles, support uh, supporting cast people on the squad. Now, I feel like nowadays, that's why you got the super teams and everybody trying to link up with everybody. Because now I don't think all the teams are balanced as they used to be. And then the rules change. You can't touch anybody. You can't get physical. And then I feel like they also hype the league up because there's so many different stats out there that I didn't even know existed. Mm. So this person hit this many threes in the two games. I'm like, who is even keeping of that? Like, I didn't right. think that was that. I feel like it's stats. It's a uh, stat stuffing. Yeah, they yeah, like, I obsessed feel like it's stats to make stats someone – Triple
2: doubles or whatever. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's, it's to make a person kind of bigger than what they really are. Well, back in the day, it was kind of the basics, you know, points, you know, assists. Now it's like, well, in 83 shots, he's hitting – 50 of them in two games. It's like, what? Who's even getting down to the analytics like that? Who's, I don't care that much. nobody,
1: nobody <laughs> defencing no more. Everyone's just like, who, who can run down fastest, you
4: know? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, man like also like, the All-Star game. I heard that was like the lowest-watched All-Star game since like 2000. This past one, it just happened.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah I didn't even watch it I just watched
4: Rising See Stars. look I didn't even watch it I didn't even know What was happening that weekend And I used to be on it Cause it's the right It's around my uh, Cause my birthday's in February So it's like I kind of equate It's like okay Super Bowl happens in February But I know All-Star game Happens right after mm-hmm. I totally just Forgot about it I saw the Sam Dunk contest So I, I'm glad to see That kind of did something Yeah with. The actual game, yeah, there's no defense. It's everybody's kind of having a dunk fest. But I remember like all-star games; where they were competitive. Like you watching some of the best players in the world on the same—I mean, you know, on the same team on the same court at the same time. I want to see some competitive, some competitive play. Mm, nah, not nowadays. I don't know what just happened nowadays. Honestly, I barely watch it. To be real. <laughs> I kind of—that's why I went to boxing. It's like man. You can't really fake too many punches to the face. (laughs) 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 That was my thing with boxing. It's kind of real. People might say it's rigged, but, I mean, them punches, they still hurt.
1: (laughs) They definitely do. As a side quick note here, um, even just throwing back to that whole with with Michael Jordan and whatnot, uh, there was an old, uh, I can't remember who it was that got interviewed, but they were talking about how Michael Jordan would always be the first one there to training every morning, and he'd be beating guys there every day. And he would even say, like, like why would you, why are you here so early when you're so good? He's like, the question you should be asking yourselves is, why, why am I you? beating you here yeah. every morning? And, yeah. like, and that's again, his
4: mentality is just, it was different. It's just different. I mean, it's like any era. Like even our parents and their parents, you know, our grandparents. It's like each generation, each era, just kind of gets it's just a different type, it's A different breed. So I'm I'm from like nineties and two thousands and I know it was just a different time, different type of players, different mentality, different style of play. And now when I watch it it's like man, it's a lot of three pointers and free throws. Pretty much, <laughs> like, so, It seemed like the mid-range game is just kind of obsolete now. And I'm like, man, that's the majority of the court. <laughs>
0: yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. So before we go, I do have to make the announcement that Tommy Fury defeated Jake Paul via split decision. Wow. wow. No. Split decision. The card reads 74-75 in, in um, favor of Paul. Okay. But the other two judges got it seventy six seventy three in favor of Fury. Right.
4: Okay, um, look, I am not mad at that. I'm yeah. not mad at that at all.
1: Man, that's a close match. That was yeah. So we might have to go back and and watch this fight. It'll See probably up. be on yeah.
4: I'm not. I'm not <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, more than likely. I'm a, Yeah, I'm not. I'm about to check that out. I'm not. I'm not mad at that at all. So, State probably had a good run, you know.
0: Yeah,
3: so it,
4: it's going. I mean, be I say, not saying his career is over or anything, but you know, it's, <laughs> right? You know, he actually went up against a, a, a professional no boxer, yeah. right? Finally, yeah. yeah, yeah, finally went against a professional boxer. And you know, I guess what was supposed to happen happened,
0: yeah. yeah. So, I have a feeling that they're probably going to run this match back, honestly. of course, they're going to do a sequel.
1: You know,
4: the money. It's got to be about the money. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be more money now because they lost. Exactly. So, yeah, they're going to go for it again for sure. Mm
0: -hmm. All right. So, on behalf of our special guest, Mark Brown, and on behalf of the Looking Glass crew, being the man, the myth, the legend, monkey, the velvety vanilla of Internet Wonderland, JJ Walkies. Glad to be here. And the sexual chocolate of Internet Wonderland, D. Twizzle. MJ's the goat. Yes. <laughs> this has been another episode of Cheshire's Place, A Looking Glass in Illogical Madness. I've been your host, the melodious one, Mr. Cheshire. And just as my namesake, the Cheshire Cat, I am everywhere yet nowhere. Stay tuned for our next episode coming up in the new month of March. Have a good night.
1: Hmm.